How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We're confident in the guys that we have. I really liked some of what Shakir did last season for us, and I think he'll take another step for us this offseason into year two, and uh, so, that, so that'll be a big thing for us. But we look at every position just like we do every year, and if we think a player can help us, you know, ideally we're in a position come draft time where you can take the best player available. Sean McDermott, you know, I'll just ask. Maybe you guys uh, think you know. Let's <laughs> see what happens if there's any response to this, the way I'm setting it up. Like, he's talking about Shakir and taking another step. It's this, usually the Sabres that have annoyed me in this area over the years, but like, they're, they're part of the Bill's thing right now is the perception that McDermott or just the Bills don't give rookies enough of a look. Like that's one of the takeaways from this year. And Shakir is as big a part of that as anybody. Like McDermott's talking about how he was impressed with him and how hopefully he'll take another step. Like, is there a blind spot here to maybe he was already taking a step that could have helped you? Like the Bills. I think it's a fair word. The Bills became so desperate at receiver that they're going into their past twice to find guys who played prominent roles, especially Beasley, toward the end. And Shakir was right there. So I want to be a little bit careful. I have been always a little bit careful in assuming that, oh, well, he should have played. I mean, that's kind of the way fans tend to talk, and I would say to a fan, well, how do we know what his practice habits were like? Or how do we know just what, any anything like that, playbook, anything like that. Things that might have made it fair that he didn't play for the player that he appears to be or appeared to be. But I think it's also fair to sort of, to, to at least question that, like just... It's the, the the reason I mentioned the Sabers is they're all they're anytime they want. This is not really a thing right now because like things are happy and good, but these last ten years, ten eleven years, or even before that, anytime they want, anytime they want, they can hide behind the word development. Why isn't so and so on the team? Development. He needs to develop. And we've got our own way of doing that and sort of scripting that. And so he needs to develop so he's not here. And I just hate that because 
some of the media just accept it when we don't really know what it means. Like, what, what do you mean development? And sometimes, you know, certain people would be specific. It's not that they necessarily don't give specifics, but they don't need to because it's usually just kind of okay to say he needs to develop. Depending on his age, you know, anybody's like right out of the NHL draft, oh, they need to develop. So I wouldn't play him in Buffalo. Like, just because. Without knowing really anything about their personality or like only a little bit, only only some amount of information about like how filled in they are physically. A lot of, a lot of things. The team can always just take a question about a young player that doesn't play and say development. And McDermott just did that. Like he did that today on Shakir. He would do that every time, probably, on Shakir. Well, what do we have? He was a fifth-round pick. So he was never somebody that it would have been conspicuous if they didn't play, right? Like it was pretty much maybe a little bit toward the end when they were going back to their alumni association for starters. But, you know, pretty much it was never conspicuous that Shakir didn't start or didn't play very much. Because he was a fifth-round pick. If he'd been a second-round pick, like James Cook was, who also didn't play very much, actually. Today, Brandon Bean is talking about more touches for James Cook. You know how many he had? He had 6.4 a game. If he gets eight touches a game, that's more. (laughs) Like, it doesn't have to be a lot for him to get more. So more isn't saying very much. But, you know, I don't expect Bean to need to be specific today about that. They'll have somebody else here, I, I would assume, at running back to go with Cook. But again... Development. So what do we have? We had a guy who was a fifth-round pick. I found, without looking very hard, people who were really into him. Some of my favorite draft guys were like, ooh, this is nice. And the Bills have shown, with Davis, for example, that you don't need to be a day-one, day-two pick to be good in this offense. Like, you can you can serve. And Shakir, like, okay. I mean, I, he wasn't a slam dunk, but I found people right away – that were like into him. So I've, I've, I've got a live one. Then camp starts and you hear some things, you know, this, this and that kind of highlights. Preseason, this is Bulldog's voice in my head, he caught everything. Like in the preseason, he was great. It's a little more harsh than I want to be to say that the Bills or that McDermott or that Ken Dorsey didn't care about that or didn't respect that or I wouldn't say they didn't notice it. It's just, was there ever a chance he would be on the field in a prominent role last season? They needed somebody. He looked good when he was out there. Going back to even August, what would it have taken? Was there ever a scenario where Khalil Shakir would have played a a more prominent role for the Bills? Was it just not possible because he's a rookie and now we're going to year two, and guys, he took a step. He needs to develop and take another step. Okay. Okay. I just hate that, though, because I guess I really I really want to nail this. Like, I'm, I'm talking like, and you can maybe hear it in me, that I, I have sort of a cause here. That, that I'm that I'm feeling that I'm working on like let the young guys play what has happened in sports what has happened in hockey with the rosters they've gotten a lot younger and guess what 
Not that this is exactly the point, but the game is, by the way, great. <laughs> like, it's great. It It's a little bit of a bummer that these, these trends have happened in sports toward young players because as much of as much as anything else because of money because they're cheaper baseball really like base baseball teams nobody wants like the 30 year old players that aren't stars because they've got tenure they've, they've got you know a higher minimum salary you have to pay them two or three times or whatever more than the rookies and when the rookie especially in the data world looks like just as good or better well why would you ever not do that or not rookie necessarily but young guy was way younger like why would you not make that choice so there's a little bit I'm, I'm trying to be careful not to be too pointed toward McDermott or toward the Bills because I don't think I can be but there definitely is a school of thought in pro sports and maybe in football most of all how you have to earn it like you have it's the military football has always been like the military how it sounds like just that you have to Put your time in, kind of. And I feel like that that's suboptimal. And I think last year's Bills might be a really good example of that, as good as they were. With Elam, perhaps. With Cook, perhaps. With Shakir, perhaps most of all. Shakir's the number one. They needed his talent. But they didn't use it. So what am I missing? Anybody think they know? What am I missing? Am I way off? Oh, he forgot that he missed this practice, or that he even if he missed practice, I don't think I would care. You forgot that he dropped this pass. He did have a drop in, was it Miami or New England? He had a, a one of those games late in the playoffs of the week before. He had a big drop. It had to be Miami. The Miami game was the deep ball. But then he caught another one after that. This play, this great play that Allen made deep down the seam to Shakir, and he caught that. I mean, they're going to drop passes. Don't tell me Davis doesn't drop passes. I don't know. What am I missing, guys? 803-0550 is the number. I I have friends, and I know we've gotten calls, too, from people who think that this is a point, that this is a fair point about McDermott and the Bills. And I just I don't feel like I have the case exactly shut on it, but anecdotally, just there are examples here where I don't really want to hear him talk about Shakir taking a step forward in a season where they brought Brown and Beasley back. And when when we saw Shakir from the get-go look dynamite, maybe he already had that step forward that you needed. Maybe. And now Hodgins is on the Giants. (laughs) I just, like, wide receiver, man. They've been at the same time, they've been great. This passing game, this offense, for three years, they've been really great. But I say it all the time. It's fragile. And they broke. <laughs> that, that did happen. Here's Ray with us. Hi, Ray. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I agree with you about uh, the development thing in the Bills. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm wondering if what your thoughts are, because I don't think that running back from Texas is going to be around when the Bills draft. So I was reading about Leonard Fournette today. What's your thoughts on him? He's 28. Catches the ball out of the backfield. He's a good, solid running back. He worked well with Brady. I'm just thinking it might be something to look into. I read, and I think I knew this, but I know I, I want to be able to cite it for you, Ray, that he was one of the worst graded runners in the NFL. I think it's over for Fournette. 
Um, that doesn't mean that he won't get an opportunity somewhere, but I would not want him for the Bills. Here it is. Uh, thanks, Ray, from Jared Smola of Draft Sharks. 3.7 yards per carry. Okay. 41st in PFF elusive rating under 51 among 51 qualifiers. 45th in next-gen stats, rush yards over expected per attempt. I know there are always, I mean, this is like, you know, Greek to a lot of people, and often to me, like just these stats are sometimes so confusing what they are, but essentially what they are are advanced analyses of how the individual is doing given sort of normalizing different circumstances and trying to take out a lot of the other noise. So I respect the the... the the effort, <laughs> whether they're all perfect. I doubt they're all perfect, but I'm not here for Fournette. Like, I just, I, I wouldn't have been when Jacksonville cut him. When I, when was that? Two or three years ago. At least two. Uh, did he play two years for Tampa or three? I don't know. Whichever. But Jacksonville cut him, and we talked about Leonard Fournette for a day, and I didn't want him then. I, I just, yeah, no. Who do I want, though? I need to be able to answer that um, because Cook will be here, but he won't be alone. Singletary is up. There will be some, like Fournette is, there will be some uh, like known guys who come free. Maybe Ezekiel Elliott would be one. Maybe Dalvin Cook would be one. Guys like that, like stars that will come free because it's bad math for their teams. And it's possible that one of those guys, would, would I would like it. They're not all terrible or anything. They're not all rep- easily replaceable. Some are, some are better than others. Barkley, but you also have to consider the cost. And like Barkley, will, if he comes free, which he might, that's going to be a big investment. And I would hate that. I don't want to make a big investment. So I kind of want to just play it slow and be careful here. Like, I, I'm the guy who said all year that Duke Johnson is the best running back on the team, and I still want to say that. Again, accounting for the, the things that we don't get to see, the access we don't have, practices and just, like, a real scrutiny of his play. Again, though, just like when he was with Miami the year before, when he got on the field, you saw a little bit of something, and the Bills didn't really have a lot of something. Plus, they traded for Hines and didn't give the ball to him. Or very often throw the ball to him. Like he was kind of not a part of their offense. So this kind of is a little bit dysfunctional, you know, when you look at it a certain way. Receiver, running back, a lot of different people. Some got away. Some didn't play that looked like they could have been helpful. Easy to say. Not great, though, in, overall. Not great. You know, the offense was great. <laughs> I'm not saying the offense wasn't great, but maybe it could have been significantly better with some different choices. That's That, I think, is fair. I want to end up on fair. Thanks again, Ray. Sal Capaccio just after 5 tonight here on WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.